This is Sunbird Sound Off, presented by Farmers Insurance Agent Sheila Frousey. Whether it's home, auto, renters, or business, for the insurance that best fits your needs, call Sheila Frousey at 559 221 5160. Let's go, Davis. Stay up to date with the Sunbirds at fpuathletics.com and on social media at FPU Sunbirds. It's time to back the birds. Here's the voice of the Sunbirds, Eric Bentley. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Sunbird Sound Off. I am Eric Bentley, and as always, this episode is brought to you by Farmers Insurance Agent Sheila Frousing, a women's basketball alumni. You can count on Sheila for anything insurance, home, life, auto. You need it. Sheila Frousing has you covered. So thank you to Sheila for sponsoring this episode, as always. And we'll get things started off right away with some excitement in the Fresno Pacific Athletic Department, and we'll start at volleyball. They were at home for two matches this past weekend, Friday and Saturday, and they continue to impress this season. On Friday, they were able to pick up a 3-1 to one victory over Azusa Pacific. It was a season sweep of the Cougars, the first time that the Sunbirds have done that since 2014. They won the first set, dropped the second set, but then finished really strong in what was a game of runs. Leading the way was McKenna Ogus with 15 kills for the Sunbirds. Chloe Malise, another standout performance. Eight kills, eight blocks, doing a little bit on both ends. And then Corinna Costa, obviously, we talk about her a lot. She reached a milestone for the Sunbirds. She scored her 1,000th career point in that Friday match. She finished the afternoon with 12 kills and four blocks, but the Sunbirds weren't done yet. A quick turnaround as they faced Dominican as they came into the Special Events Center on Saturday, and that was a dominant performance from Fresno Pacific as they're able to sweep the Penguins in straight sets. Dominican only tallied 23 points combined in all three sets. The Sunbirds really made it happen, especially with the Aces, 14 total Aces for Fresno Pacific. Cambria Waits leading the way in that one with a team-high eight kills. But it was a team effort for the Sunbirds in that one as they had an attack percentage over 500, the highest in the conference this far this season at 545. No one else in the Pac West has an attack percentage over 500 in a single match this season. The two victories improve the Sunbirds now to 12 and 7 overall on the year and 11 and 3 in conference play, which puts them in a tie for second place. Now let's head over to the pool as Swim and Dive was in action in Fresno, but not at home as they went a little north to go to Fresno State, and it was some impressive performances on both sides for the Sunbirds. We'll start on the men's. Jackson Calloway gets first place in the 500 free, gets second in the 1,000 free, and also on the men's side, the 200 medley relay team got first with a time of 135.40. On the women's side, Aline Miller 
gets fifth in the 100 and in the 1,000 free. And the women's 400 free relay team also got third with a time of 3 minutes 48 seconds. Now let's go over to soccer. We'll start on the women's side. They had a pair of games on the islands in Hawaii. Tuesday, they played at Chaminade, and they dropped that one by a final score of 2 to nothing. They had to play from behind. It was one nothing at half a late Chaminade goal was able to get the decider in that one. And then on Saturday, the Sunbirds back in action. This one on the winning side of things as they were at Hawaii Pacific. They win that one 4-1. to one. All four of the Sunbird goals were scored in the second half, and those came courtesy of Diana Garcia, Tessa Simmons, Mahula Kekuvela, and Tori DeLeon, Sunbird women's soccer team, 7-5-2 and two overall on the year, 4-3 and three in conference play, and that puts them at fourth with a total of 12 points in conference play. And we'll keep it with soccer as the men's soccer team was also in action on the islands on Tuesday and Saturday. Tuesday, they uh, suffered a one nothing loss at Chaminade. It was an early penalty kick for the Silver Swords that was the difference in that one. And then on Saturday, they went over to Hawaii Pacific. They dropped that one at three to nothing was the final score. And it was set pieces, fouls, really, again, that kind of doomed the Sunbirds. They had a lot of chances on the offensive end. They outshot their opponents. But unfortunately for the Sunbirds, really unable to find the back of the net in those two games this past week. And then we'll close things out here at, with men's water polo as a very young men's water polo team dropped a trio of games this past week against George Washington, Princeton, and Bucknell. But some really impressive performances. Thilo Pop, Pietro Catano, all finding the back of the net for the Sunbirds throughout the course of the weekend. And so they will look to try and get things back on track and get their first win in conference play when they get back in action coming up next week. And so we're going to take a quick break here on Sunbird Sound Off, and then I'll bring my partner Tim Slack in, and we'll talk a little bit about how special of this FPU community is and really how the athletic department in and of itself is kind of a community within the community here at Fresno Pacific when we come back here on the Sunbird Sound Off. Graphics Fresno, the success of your business is your biggest priority and ours as well. Alpha Graphics Fresno is a locally owned creative company offering custom print, design, signs, and marketing solutions. Almost anything that's awesome. We truly care about product quality, customer satisfaction, and establishing long-term partnerships with our clients. Visit us at 3950 North Chestnut Diagonal Suite 107 or give us a call today at 559-476-2900. Connect with Alpha Graphics and be awesome. Every team needs a player that can be trusted to go beyond the box score. When it comes to insurance, you need an agent that you can trust with life, health, and business insurance, as well as home and auto. Sheila Frowsing, a member of the Sunbird family, a women's basketball alum, and farmer's insurance agent, is that person to put your trust in. Sheila specializes in all of your insurance needs, going beyond the basics and providing service that will exceed your expectations. Farmer's insurance agent, Sheila Frowsing, 559-221-5160.
Welcome back here to the Sunbird Sound Off, brought to you by Farmers Insurance Agent Sheila Frowsing. We'll get this segment started by giving you the Alpha Graphics Student Athletes of the Week. We'll start on the women's side after a successful homestand for the Sunbirds. It's Anna Barahoyeva from the volleyball team who gets this week's Alpha Graphics Student Athlete of the Week on the women's side. She had a really impressive stretch, 31 assists, 16 digs, and eight aces for the Sunbirds in their two victories this past weekend. A really impressive effort there from Anna Barahoyeva. And then on the men's side, Ben Cronow from tennis. Tennis was in action here in Fresno at the Sunbird Invitational. Ben Cronow got the victory in his match over Menlo. Really impressive there. So he is your Alpha Graphics Student Athlete of the Week on the men's side of things. So congratulations to Anna and Ben, Alpha Graphics Student Athlete of the Week. And now I'm going to bring in my colleague Tim Slack, as always here in segment number two, and talk about something that I think is really cool. And this is something, Tim, I know you and I both got in our positions around the same time about two months ago. So now we've had two months to kind of settle in and and see how, how things go. And I think it's really cool how Fresno Pacific and especially the athletic department is a community inside of a bigger community. And because you've got coaches who are, are, are watching other teams, invested in other teams, you've got uh, student athletes who help us out with our jobs. And it's really cool to see the community aspect of this athletic department. Oh, absolutely. And I think you know, one of the, the first places, if, if you didn't notice it already, it consistently throughout the year at home events where you see large sections of teams sitting together or even groups of te multiple teams kind of intermingled within student sections. I believe it was the Point Loma volleyball match at home where that place just went berserk. And I, I think I saw swim and dive, some water polo, which some of those are the, the same student athletes, but baseball was mixed in there. Uh, you know, th there was just a whole host of teams all kind of wrapped up into one that kind of became the student section for that game. But it's like, okay, everybody has that. The way that Fresno Pacific student athletes support each other, I think is, is unmatched. And Part of the reason, you can tell it when they're gone, right, the, this last weekend. So still good crowds for Azusa and Dominican, and I'm not just using volleyball, uh, but those that was what was home this weekend. Soccer was gone. Swimming had a competition on Friday night. Uh, women's basketball was gone Friday. And and then the, you come back Saturday, and women's basketball had made it back, so they were supporting um, – but teams were still traveling, right? And tennis was competing Friday and Saturday. And so to see that, it's noticeably different when everybody's competing on the same day of what a home event looks like because that is such an integral part of those stands. But at the same time, you know, women's basketball made a point to me that they had been watching the stream on their way back Friday after their game of volleyball and, and paying attention to how the volleyball team was doing. And they had you know, know, knew some of the stats from how the girls had played uh, Friday night. And so it's it's that care and it's that adjustment. And I think it, you see it at soccer, too, of when there's a close call or something, you hear our student athletes get vocal and, and try to drum up support because they know what it's like to compete in, in front of fans, right? They, they know what a good home atmosphere will do. And so it's that. But then I think it's also 
when you see that the student athletes know how the other teams are competing, even though they had their own competitions, um, there is more than just showing up because they like another sport. And the other thing too, and kind of to expand on that, is obviously it's cool when you get students who come out and support, you get other teams who come out and support. But the other thing that I think is kind of unique, and maybe it's just because of you know my job and what I do, but there are a lot of student athletes who you know work other games in the department. You know, I mean, I've got water polo players running you know the music, or you know, I've got basketball players who are shagging you know during a volleyball game. And I think that's really cool because not only are they just doing it, but they're they're willing to do it. And kind of to your point about how they're cheering on, you know, the other team, you know, we've got, you know, I had a baseball player running music at the, the Saturday volleyball game and he's sitting there clapping at the scores table, you know, excited about how the team to do is that, doing. Eric. That's well, bad, bad. it was under the table. It was under, it wasn't. There, there was no. Are you teaching our guys no, bad not, no, table was, manners? No, there was no, there was no cheering in the press box. I know the rules, but along those lines, it, it's it's cool to to be able to have these student athletes involved in taking time out of their day and out of their schedule to actively help out putting games on here in Fresno. Well, I think it's a reminder that they're they are student athletes right like they, they they're sport management majors we have so many grad students who are in the mba program um th they're learning different pieces of the industry not just the sport that they play and the experiences that they have they're learning what other athletes in other sports have and and they're working it and they're they're learning it and you know we have interns and we have game day workers and we have uh just people who are involved in other programs. And I think that that's kind of what you're speaking about, right? The uniqueness of Fresno Pacific in that the, the community, you know, the communication side, we always joke like you're wearing multiple hats. Well, these student athletes wear multiple hats and more than just the classroom and the athlete part, right? Like there's also the, what are they going to do for a job when their career is in PT? Well, maybe they're shadowing the athletic trainers, you know, and I think that the way that our group of student athletes go about it, one of the reasons why you notice it is because they're just a blast to talk to and they're a blast to be around. And I give you a hard time about letting our baseball players clap, although <laughs> I'm going to give you a harder time next time you let it happen. Um, the The point being, they they are learning kind of what the industry is and and, and how to adjust to it. And then they're they're learning, they go to another place and they see, oh, they don't have a student worker doing that, or they do have a student worker doing that. wonder what their experience is like, and it gives them a, another point of entry to understand sports and college athletics and universities in general. And also the appreciation that I have personally for these student athletes that do help as game day workers or are interns is not just the fact that they show up and they're willing to do it, but it's the quality with with which they do their job. I, I know that I can put somebody in a position and say, you know, hey, this is what you're doing. And they are willing to go above and beyond and, you know, do a good job at it. And it, you know, it, it's really cool to see how they're invested, not just in their own sport, but in the department as a whole. Well, absolutely. And I, I think, you know, it speaks to how much they want this 
department to succeed, not just their sports, but they, they want Fresno Pacific athletics to do well as a whole and by extension, Fresno Pacific University. And so the last thing that, that we'll kind of talk about, obviously talking about the student athletes, but it's not just them, it's the coaches as well. I mean, you show up to a volleyball game, you've got Coach Haydock and Coach Beauregard, you know, standing there. Yeah, they're waiting for pra for the for the match to be over so that they can practice afterwards. But they're there invested. I mean, we finished the volleyball game on Saturday, and Coach Haydock, as he walks over to the scores table, is doing his Mike McNeil for president. He likes that one. That that's his. Uh, that's the the tweet of the year from CJ Haydock. But but it's so cool to see how not just uh you know students are invested in other programs, but also the coaches as well going out of their way to be there and supporting other programs all right and last night there was the the bird squad block party in the opportunity to introduce the the basketball teams and the cheer team to everybody kind of the unofficial official kickoff to to winter sports season um and it's you know i always say fall is the best time of the year anyways because everybody's going but that also makes it really hard for teams to support each other and so the fact that you can see that right even in the midst of practice and busy time and oh yeah these guys have families when you talk about coaches that that need to be there you know that that was you actually hit on something for me that was something that drew me to fresno pacific from the beginning of i have two young boys and we wanted them around student athletes we wanted them to see what this lifestyle that that is my career is like and we have coaches who have the same thing, right? And so it's not that they just go home and they go be away. They, they're very good about being with their families, which is something I admire. But they're also good about bringing their families to be a part of the team. And that part, uh, I'll mention something too. And I don't go this way, Eric, so this is a rare thing for me. But the volleyball team, my, my boys were in attendance Saturday before the Dominican game, and they were sure to get them one of the little balls that they threw out, right? And that meant a lot to my boys. And it's it's those extensions, you know, for us, we live it, and so it's a little bit different, but there's other families who are coming out to watch them for the first time that when they get it, it's the same type of draw. We just get to live it every day, and that's the unique thing about it is you have CJ and his family are out, Coach Beauregard and his family are, are out. I've seen Coach Shahovi and his family out at games, and it is a very, I, I've seen it for everybody. I should just say it that way. Um, but seeing those families that also have kids that are in the, the age range of mine, um, and then to see the way the student athletes react to those kids as well as mine, um, it's a blessing, and it's something that's really unique. Yeah, very much a special community within a community here at Fresno Pacific. Speaking of student athletes, we're gonna be talking with two of them coming up next here on Sunbird Sound Office. We're gonna be talking a little bit across country with Alexa Keenan and Xavier Smith. I'm Eric Bentley, and this is the Sunbird Sound Off. Hello, I'm Joe Haydock, license number 02013076. My wife, Cynthia, and I own and operate Haydock Real Estate. Hi, I'm Cynthia Haydock, license number 01358518. Haydock Real Estate protects your interests by handling your transaction with competence and kindness. We invite you to call us at 559-392-5283 to learn how our thoughtful approach can help you sell or buy your next home. Call Haydock Real Estate today at 559-392-5283.
Executive Auto Detailing has over 30 years in business around Fresno, the complete automotive detailing and restoration place. They're ready to exceed your high standards when polishing, waxing, engine steam cleaning, or shampooing your car. Family owned and operated with over 15 professional detailed technicians to meet your car's every need. Executive Auto Detailing is ready to serve you, so head to executiveautocenter.com or call 559-222-9987. Welcome back, everybody, here to the Sunbird Sound Off. As always, brought to you by Farmers Insurance Agent Sheila Frowsing. It's time to talk some cross country. We've had Coach Ray Winter on the show, obviously, to talk a little bit. But now we're going to get the student-athlete perspective. We're going to be joined first by Alexa Keenan. Xavier Smith going to be on in a little bit. But, Alexa, first time that you've been on the show, we've been doing it, it for is. two years. Are you nervous? Are you excited? <laughs> I Are am nervous. Ready? I am very nervous. Yeah. No, you, no, you don't need to be nervous. <laughs> uh, we're just going to talk about the success that you guys have had as a team mm-hmm. because it's been a very – a very successful, uh, you know, season up, in, up until this point. Um, both the men's and the women's side, um, collectively, your mm-hmm. guys' last uh, meet, you guys uh, ran your, the best times, you know, that both of you guys were able to run at the same meet. So um, let's talk a little bit about Let's start there. How yeah. are you guys feeling going into a PacWest Championships coming up? Um. I think, to put it in a word, underrated, perhaps. We check our ratings, you know, fairly often, and we're not even um, acknowledged by some of the other teams in our conference. And I think that for us, it's not even disrespectful. It's just exciting because we're seeing ourselves as the underdogs, and we really we think we're going to show up and show out, and we can't wait to, to show other teams like what we have and what we've become. And that's one thing that coach talked with me about when I had him on a couple of weeks ago. He kind of said, you guys are taking that sleeper approach. And 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 obviously you're a captain. Mm -hmm. You're a leader of of this team. How have you guys kind of taken that and literally and metaphorically ran with it? (laughs) I mean, really, it comes down to the upperclassmen on our team are hungry and ready for big things and we've had some really great recruits and they're monsters and just collectively um, working together and and really feeling the motivation of not having the eyes on us in a way that they, they don't perceive us as threatening. And that's exciting because we know that we are and they should be. It's exciting for our team. So so how have you guys really kind of bought into that? Because it's yeah. one thing to say it. It's another mm-hmm. thing to actually kind of go out there and prove it. How have you guys as a team kind of come together and used that as, as fuel to, mm-hmm. to be able to accomplish what you've been able to accomplish so far? Yeah, I mean, I feel like very realistically it has less to do with other teams and more to do with what's going on on the inside, right? Like we have a lot of conversations about what that means for our team and what it means to look composed and what it means to be on the line and to have camaraderie and have sisterhood and have love for not only our sport, for each other and what that does. And I think that, again, that's something that other teams won't see and that's what makes it so special. So you say sisterhood. This is something that I've talked with coaches a lot oh. about, but it's very much something that I enjoy talking with players sure. about as well. Um, you know, obviously, you guys are out there. You're working hard during practice. You know, you're, you're running hard at a meet. Mm-hmm. But outside of that time, how do you guys come together and kind of bond so that yeah. it is, you know, seamless when you get out there and start yeah. running so that you guys do have that, mm-hmm. you know, work together mentality? Yeah. 
I mean, it's kind of funny because like in you asking that question, it hadn't even come to my mind that we might need to seek each other out because we live in such close quarters, right? Like I'm an RA also. So I have girls on my floor. They come to me. I go to them. We have girls who live next door. It's not really a problem of needing to seek each other out because we're already in each other's midst and we have such a deep love for each other already that it's not a question of how do we deepen the bond outside of practice. It's more maintaining the love and respecting each other and continuing to engage with one another in a loving way. Really. Do you guys have any sort of fun traditions or any sort of, you know, like routines that you sure. guys do to kind of keep it loose? I mean, we really like food. <laughs> we have a tradition of sorts of going out on the weekends and we'll pick a new place or we'll go get boba and kind of debrief and sometimes set the sport aside and let it be about life and each other. And of course, you know, you can't completely set the sport aside because it's who we are and it's what we love. But yeah. Usually conversation and food yeah. <laughs> is our go-to. That seems to be a fairly common thing <laughs> sure across is. a lot yeah. of the sports here. Yeah. Um, so so you, you brought up the sisterhood, but also it's not just that. You also have the men who are there mm -hmm. cheering you on. You guys travel together. Yeah. You're at the same meets together. What's that like knowing that you've got them on their side, and what's the relationship kind of between those two teams? Uh, the dynamic, I would say, is less of a sisterhood and more <laughs> of uh, – but it's definitely a siblinghood, you know, they're, they're great. We don't spend as much time with them because it's just not as convenient, right? Like, they don't live with us, yeah. as you would imagine. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It's I would say it's very positive. And they're on their way up, and they've been on their way up for a little bit longer than the women's team. And um, they've been really great about motivating and really seeing what potential we had before other teams and before other people on our campus did. And so um, I guess they're – Drawing us up with them has been really inspiring for our women's team. So, so uh, and I promise I'll ask Xavier mm. this this same question. Sure. So I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not just asking you. Yeah. But um, uh, what's it been like to see the success that the men's team has? Mm -hmm. And does that kind of, in a way, when you see them doing well, does that make you guys yeah. want to do well also? Oh, yeah. I remember um, last year when we went to Hawaii and they won. It was such a kind of euphoric moment for both of our teams because, of course, the women's team didn't win with them, but it still felt as if we won with them. And then this year, like I said, just having uh, a completely different atmosphere for both teams and seeing both of the teams rise. And, um, you know, not only in in our meets, but in practice, you can feel it. You can feel the difference. You can see the fitness. It's, it's palpable, the change. Um, so it's, yeah, it, it really does feel like we're winning together. And, and that's so awesome, and I, I love to see that. That's something I talked about a little bit earlier about how it, it really seems like the FPU Athletics, mm -hmm. it's a community within yeah. a, a community. Everybody comes out and supports. Um, you guys, you mentioned about how you love to, you know, obviously you guys are coming up and you've watched the men's team yeah. on the rise as well. You guys started very strong this year as oh, yeah. well. Mm -hmm. What was behind that strong start? Uh, you know, I really, we had girls who had, who came in with, I mean, it, well, are you referring to women's team and men's team yes. or just women's team? Or, or we'll start with the women's. I mean, sure. It's applicable to both really, if I think about it. But, um, aside from, you know, just having your regular bases covered, right? Like having a strong summer training and, and covering your bases and doing what needs to be done to have a good season. We did a lot of, uh, bonding into like intentional bonding and intentional seeking out of one another and and really delving into what it would look like to be 
a great team together. Um, before we were even on campus, we had reached out to one another and we had gone on trips over the summer to like really intentionally meet each other without the um, kind of heavier presence, right, of, ha of being officially in season and being on campus and being in the presence of like figures of authority, right? We made it very much peer to peer and it was about how can we bring in the people who have, who have just joined and how can we like continue on the love that we've established with the people who are already here and, and what does that look like to kind of reset but also maintain what we have? So that was that was very much a, a, a coach like answer, and <laughs> sure, a, a leader yeah. like answer, which obviously you are a, ca I a captain on this team. What goes in it for you personally, as far as the leadership aspect mm -hmm. of things go? Obviously, you've got to put in the time and, and the work to, to yeah. perform. But as far as the leadership goes, obviously you're yeah. very well spoken. How do you, how do you <laughs> personally you. go about leading, uh, you know, your team? Mm. You know, I feel like for the women's team in particular, it's really come down to meeting people where they are and that doesn't have to do with who they are as an athlete it has to do with who they are as a person like what is their background what is important to them everyone's love language is different everyone's boundaries are different everyone's expectations for what their dynamics with their teammates will be right like some people had entered into our team never having a deep love for their teammates it was more of a um co-worker relationship right like this is someone that you do a job with and we didn't want people to feel like this was a space where they had to only be cordial we wanted it to be a space where if people particularly the women's team wanted to find a deeper community they would have access to it and it's what we wanted too as the leaders we had talked about it extensively over the summer what what we could do to really open the doors for deeper relationships that were more than just cordial that could actually be deeply fulfilling outside of our sport and so now, just to kind of flip this, do a, sure. do a little bit of a 180. Right. <laughs> now let's talk about what you guys are actually doing out yeah. there. Because you guys have been pretty impressive. I think it was, mm -hmm. Coach said, it was, what, 10 or 11 yeah. girls who ran their, their, them, their PRs mm -hmm. at the last time that you guys went out. Um, what's that like? Not just to, you know, have that success, you know, as individuals, but also as a team to see everybody, you know, being able to do exactly what they want to do. It was incredible. It really was because in our sport, it's a team effort, um, but it's there's those moments where you have a great race and someone else doesn't. Or on the flip side, someone else has a fantastic race and you don't. So you always have to be aware, right, of your teammates, right? Like your your bad day might be someone else's only opportunity or hopefully not only in our case, it hasn't been only, but few opportunities to like really celebrate a good win for them or like a monumental moment for them in their running career for that year or even like in general for, for their collegiate career, right? And so we're always aware of, I you need to feel your losses and I need to feel my wins and vice versa. But to have a moment where you didn't have to really be overly cautious of Am I rubbing my win in someone else's face or am I rubbing my loss in someone else's face and, you know, tampering their their celebration? It was so beautiful to just be able to come together and have a complete celebration, a party together and feel only joy for what had just happened. It was really exciting for us. So obviously with with, you know, track and field or cross country, it's a little bit different as yeah. far <laughs> as you're competing against a bunch of other schools. It's mm -hmm. not, you know, just you know, one team versus another team mm -hmm. or, or anything like that. Um, do you guys really put an emphasis on wanting to beat other teams or do you mm -hmm. really just put the emphasis on trying to beat yourselves? 
I mean, everyone wants to be other people, but our conversation <laughs> is never, it's never like name dropping specific teams. Like it's not like we have enemies per se, right? It's more about who were you before? What are you doing to make yourself better? Because at the end of the day, my fuel to beat someone else isn't going to get me as far as wanting to better myself. All right, so last one before we let you go. This has sure. been so, so awesome to talk to you. I'm, I'm so happy time. that you were able to come in. Like I was mentioning a little bit earlier, um, you guys got the Packless Championships coming up. Mm -hmm. um, so for you and for the women's side of things, do you guys have any sort of specific goals that you've set out or any times that you've set out that you guys want to run? Or is it really just trying to get better than you were at the last <laughs> Um, You know, that's a good question because I feel like our last meet was some of our best days. So it, that it's kind of both. You know, it would be about um, beating our <laughs> PR and running faster than we've ever ran before. But that really comes down to um, if things you know, turn out, it's a body thing, it's a mind thing, it's a course thing, it's a weather thing, it's a time of the day thing. So if uh, all comes together and all is well and we're set up for a day where we could potentially have the best race of the year, then that's definitely what we'll shoot for. But um, I know that the girls on the team are smart enough to, to see where they are and to know where they are in a, in a day and in a race and know that their effort will be the best that it needs to be for the competition that we'll be involved in. All right, well, we've been talking with Alexa Keenan, a captain on the women's cross-country team. Like I was mentioning, they will be headed out to the PacWest Championships here in just a little bit. They've had a great season so far. And Alexa, I, I don't expect anything <laughs> less when you guys go out there. Neither so, do I. <laughs> so exactly. Best of luck. So awesome Thank to talk you. to you. We'll take a quick break, and then we'll talk a little bit more cross-country with Xavier Smith coming up here on the Sunbird Sound Off. If you belong to a Mennonite brethren, Mennonite, brethren in Christ, or other Anabaptist church, and are looking for home or auto insurance, look no further than Mennonite Insurance. We insure our members' homes, churches, and our commitment is to provide you with competitively priced, superior insurance products with the highest quality service. Instant, no-obligation homeowner's estimate is available to you in 15 seconds at MennoniteInsurance.com. Executive Auto Center of Fresno is ready to meet and exceed your high standards with the highest commitment of excellence. The experienced sales staff is eager to share its knowledge and enthusiasm with you. Browse their online inventory or schedule a test drive. Family owned and operated, head to executiveautocenter.com or call 559-222-9191. Welcome back here to Sunbird Sound Off. Eric Betley bringing you some cross-country action. We just got done talking with Alexa Keenan on the women's side of cross-country. And now we've got Xavier Smith 
to to talk a little bit about the men's side, Xavier. Like I told Alexa, this is the first time I think that I've gotten to talk to you. We had a couple of athletes on the show when we were doing it last year, but I think this is the first time I've gotten to talk to you. So thanks for coming on. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, just really happy with the how season's going so far. Yeah, and and let's let's jump right into it um, because this is a team that I know I've talked with Coach previously. There were some pretty high expectations internally for for, for this squad. Um, how would you kind of sum up what you guys have been able to accomplish as you guys prep for the Packers Championships coming up uh, here on November fifth? Yeah, so I think we started off um, pretty slow or not on the um, kind of the the goal range that we were kind of planning to. But I think as the season progressed, we've been doing a lot better, and um, definitely like our last race was definitely our best race. And um, we expect to keep going up from there and hope to win another PacWest title. So, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that last race, because uh, on the men's and the women's side, that was the first time that you guys have both run the collective best times at the same meet. Um, so we'll start, obviously, on the men's side. Um, what were your guys' expectations going into that meet specifically? And did you maybe exceed a little bit of what you guys thought you were going to be able to do? Yeah, so um, going into it, we had a goal of definitely PRing, and then we also wanted to hit the um, team time um, record that we set last year. Um, and we were pretty close to hitting that. We uh, didn't have Jake racing for us that last race, but if we did, we would have easily got the team time record. So overall, the day was, was great. We had a lot of PRs. A lot of people PR'd by a, a lot. Got a um, shout-out, Abe, he PR'd by... 35 seconds uh, was really stepped up where um, kind of Jake needed to be. And a lot of the other guys stepped up four and five. So it was a great showing overall. And it was kind of that like like light at the end of the tunnel. Like I said, cause we, didn't, we didn't start off too well um, in the season. So it's kind of like that light at the end of the tunnel. Like there's still hope. Like, like we're doing well and we're kind of peaking at the right time. So I'd say that um, as for the expectations, um, we, we probably hit them, maybe exceeded them a little bit. I think Brian and I probably could have even ran a little faster too, so we're just hoping to um, improve on there from from that and then go on to Pac West and try to win another title. All right, so obviously uh, there's a reason that Coach sent you in here to do this interview. You're a leader on the team. What's it like when you see uh, your teammates go out there and run PRs and really kind of get everything clicking? Well, what's that like for you just to be able to not only run the way that you're able to run but also see your teammates succeed as well? Yeah, the reason that I like cross country the most is because it's uh, it's more of a team sport as compared to cr compared to track. So um, that's something that I really like about the sport, and it's not about just me doing well or or Brian or whatever. I, I really like to see like the younger guys improving and and doing good. So um, like I said, Abe had a really good day, and I I even uh, talked to the whole team about it and told him that it was pretty inspirational to me that uh, he was able to do that well and, and step up where we needed him to be. So, yeah, I think um, I, I'd rather us improve more as a team than have these, like, individual accomplishments. And I think that's kind of, like, where our mindset is right now. So you, so you bring up the team, which transitions perfectly into what I was going to ask you about. It is very much a team sport. What goes into building that 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 camaraderie within your guys's team outside of practice or outside of a meet what do you guys do in in kind of your free time to build that chemistry within the team yeah so we, we definitely hang out a lot um especially on the weekends we did we hung out and uh, 
went mini golfing, just kind of messed around. Um, but yeah, like we like to just like talk about our goals, like outside and like during practice, and just kind of you know having a having a friendship, having like a that camaraderie out of practice is important because like if you don't have that and you're you're going into a race, you're not going to be willing to fight for these people if you don't have that kind of like friendship and like that solid friendship um, with them. So what goes into building that friendship outside of, I mean, obviously, like you said, you guys are hanging out. Do you guys have any sort of like traditions or, or, or anything that you guys typically do that's like, hey, you know, it's a Wednesday night or something, you know, we're all going to hang out or, or how do you guys go about building that? No, it's more just like spontaneous. Uh, I don't think uh, we have too many traditions. Um, I, I'm pretty new here. This is my second year. So I transferred here. So um, yeah, just like whenever we have time to hang out or, or a big thing we do is just like kind of like texting this like group chat and we'll have like a lot of fun just like messing around in that. And that kind of brings the team together knowing that we can mess around with each other, joke around end of the day. Like, like, like we're still like trying to have fun with the sport, even when we're taking it serious during practice. So. All right. And so you mentioned that you, that you were a transfer. Obviously I'm not asking you to throw anybody under the bus, but what made you want to come to Fresno Pacific and what do you think makes Fresno Pacific so special? Yeah, um, so when I was looking to transfer, I was just looking for a, a, a winning team or a team that had the same um, mindset that I had. So um, going into the recruiting process, I really um, just wanted to find like that, that, that team that was going to push me to be better and then that I, I could be able to push a team better as well. So um, yeah, that was, that was the biggest thing was just uh, um, having that team and then having um, a coach that believed in me and... Um, that, those were the two biggest selling points for me. So what have you enjoyed the most from, from your time since you've been here at FPU as far as what FPU kind of brings to the table? Yeah, um, like athletic-wise, like um, I've improved a lot. I've, uh, I've won with these guys. I've, I've uh, also had some like bad races with them. And like, at the end of the day, like it, it's nice to know that like these guys are still my brothers. They're they're gonna be there for me no matter what, and um, it's kind of like comforting for me. Um, as for the academics, um, it, it's been pretty nice, like small class sizes, and um, just allowing me to continue my education is great. And so, obviously, we're talking about like team camaraderie. It's not just necessarily the men's side. Obviously, the women are there with you guys as well for a majority of the time. And I asked Alexa this same question. So I and I told her I would ask you. So I am asking you: um, Is it exciting to watch the women's team? They're kind of on a rise. They're they're starting to get things going on their side of things. How exciting is that? And obviously, you've got the men's side of things, but as a collective on the men's and the women's, women are looking pretty good. How much fun is it to cheer them on? Yeah, it, it's great because um, my my first year last year um, they didn't they didn't do too well. So it's it's awesome to see that they're on the rise and that we have two good teams performing well. It's not just one team is being favored or or one team is doing better. There's there's both teams improving and and like kind of shooting for like this common goal of trying to win and and be the best that they can. So it's great to finally like be able to cheer them on and like actually have them be excited to cheer us on and yeah. Nice. So when you guys are out there running and you've got, you know, the women's team standing right there, what does that bring to you? Does that give you guys a little bit more, a little extra juice as you guys are out there on the course? Yeah, it's nice to just have people to support us. And um, it's great that, like, it's not just the men's team and, like, 
the women's team are like separate. Like they're more like we're together and we have these people that are always going to be there for us, always cheering us on. And no matter if we're doing bad or good, like we'll always have that support system. So it's great. So I think you mentioned this earlier, but I'm going to add, do you guys really pay attention to kind of the standings or, you know, weekly awards and stuff like that? Because I know that's something that we've talked about in the past here on Sunbird Sound Off is how it feels like a lot of sports at Fresno Pacific kind of get underestimated a little bit. Do you guys pay attention to where those rankings are, where you guys are sitting? And does that fuel you uh, as you guys keep going through the season? I'd say honestly a little bit, but at the end of the day, like rankings don't matter. You, you got to go out and put in the work um, and then perform on, on the day. Um, so uh, yeah, we have been underestimated a little bit, which is, which is fine. Like they'll see when the time comes, but uh, like I said, at the end of the day, rankings don't matter that much. But, I mean, we do pay attention, and we see it motivates us. We're going to do good. So, Eric Bentley talking with Xavier Smith of Fresno Pacific Cross Country. A couple more questions here before you go. Obviously, now looking ahead, uh, you guys are going to be t headed up to the Bay Area for the PacWest Championships on November 5th. Um, do you guys have, like, a team goal or a set number in mind, or is it just kind of you want to go out there and run your best? Um, so, like I said, we won last year, so the, the biggest goal is just to go out and win, um, defend the title. Uh, I, I've been talking to Brian a lot about, um, like, I don't care if he wins or I win or, or who – like, it doesn't matter as long as we're going 1-2 and we're helping the team. So we definitely believe that we can do that. I got second last year. He got third. Um, Patrick's not here anymore, so like we're the top two to, uh, returners, and we expect to go out there and, and put on a show. So, so uh, is, is that something that coach kind of gives you expectations and wants you to do better, or is that kind of you guys personally saying, like you were saying, we we went two three last year, we want to go one two this year? Mm -hmm. Is coach kind of pushing you guys, or is that more self motivation? It's definitely more self-motivation. Um, coach is the kind of guy that he will guide us in the right direction, but this is the team that it's going to it's going to come from us like if we want to if we want to win it's going to come from us like coach isn't going to force us to do anything that we don't want to do um and and yeah i think that's a better way to to train or at least in college because if you if you don't want to do this you're you're not going to put your best effort at it so um yeah that that's definitely goals that are coming from us we we've talked to coach about our goals too but and he agrees but um at the end of the day like like we're the ones doing it and we're the ones that want to do it. So. so for you as a leader, how do you go about that kind of leadership role and helping helping the other guys out, keeping the, keeping the morale high and everything like that? Yeah, so um, it, it's cool because I actually haven't been named like an actual captain on the team, but I, I really do want to um, lead these guys, and I, I think I've tried my best to be like a, a captain role. Um, this is my last year. I want to go and do some big things, so I've been kind of – I've been getting on these guys a lot lately, um, and I know I've been really hard on them, and they've been, uh, I think for the most part, they've respected that, uh, respected what I've been saying to them, and, and understanding that I'm just doing it because I want them to get better, so, um, yeah, I just, I just want to keep, like, motivating them, and um, just making sure they're doing the little things, and, and holding them accountable to the highest standards so that we can achieve our goals and not have any regrets at the end of the season. Yeah, well, it definitely seems like you guys have a very good team chemistry going, and obviously that has proved successful when you guys have gone out there uh, to the meets this season. Again, like I was saying, the PacWest Championships coming up in the Bay Area on November 5th. We've been talking with Xavier Smith 
of men's cross country. X, thanks for your time and uh, best of luck when you guys go up there. Awesome, thank you so much. All right, we'll take another quick break and then we'll come back and round things out with what's up next for the Sunbirds this week on the Sunbird Sound Off. At Alpha Graphics Fresno, the success of your business is your biggest priority and ours as well. Alpha Graphics Fresno is a locally owned creative company offering custom print, design, signs, and marketing solutions. Almost anything that's awesome. We truly care about product quality, customer satisfaction, and establishing long-term partnerships with our clients. Visit us at 3950 North Chestnut Diagonal, Suite 107, or give us a call today at 559-476-2900. Connect with Alpha Graphics and be awesome. Every team needs a player that can be trusted to go beyond the box score. When it comes to insurance, you need an agent that you can trust with life, health, and business insurance, as well as home and auto. Sheila Frowsing, a member of the Sunbird family, a women's basketball alum, and farmer's insurance agent, is that person to put your trust in. Sheila specializes in all of your insurance needs, going beyond the basics and providing service that will exceed your expectations. Farmer's insurance agent, Sheila Frowsing, 559-221-5160. Welcome back to Sunbird Sound Off. We'll close things out with what's on deck for the Sunbirds coming up here this week. Hopefully you all had a really fun time at the Bird Squad block party last night. As far as competition goes on Thursday, the Sunbirds back in action here at Ramirez Field. Soccer, after taking the road trip over to Hawaii, will be back in action as men's and women's soccer will take on Academy of Art. Women's game starting at 5 o'clock, men's game starting at 7.30. Swim and Dive is going to be on the road Friday and Saturday as they will be taking on, or at Santa Cruz rather. Volleyball also will be on the road on Saturday as they will be taking on Academy of Art. That game will be at 2 p.m., but the action again at Ramirez Field here at home. Soccer again. They will be taking on Dominican men's soccer. They're going to flip-flop it. This time it's the men starting first. They will be taking the field at 3 o'clock p.m., and then it'll be women's soccer. That one to start approximately around 5. So make sure that you come out to Ramirez Field and support the soccer team as they come back from Hawaii and look to finish out their season strong. So, yeah, soccer at home. That's pretty much it for home events for the Sunbirds, but make sure you come out and support. That's going to do it here for another episode of Sunbird Sound Off. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you again next Tuesday. This is Sunbird Sound Off, presented by Farmers Insurance Agent Sheila Frowsey. Whether it's home, auto, renters, or business, for the insurance that best fits your needs, call Sheila Frowsey at 559-221-5160. Stay up to date with the Sunbirds at fpuathletics.com and on social media at FPU Sunbirds.